0: On today's show, we talk to Dylan about her toddler approved Disney World vacation. This is Double Your WDW, the Disney World Planning Podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode 188. I'm your host, Julie Elster, creator of doublurwdw.com, the Disney World Planning website. Today, I chat with Dylan about her trip with her husband and her toddler. The reason I called this a toddler approved trip is It was really funny talking to her. She has a three-year-old who does Disney like an adult. The food she eats, the rides she does, it was utterly amazing. Um, But other than that, Dylan shares some really great tips. Um, She talks about not only the importance of planning, because that's often how she does Disney, is spreadsheets and planning and whatnot, but this is the first trip with her three-year-old. So also the importance of being able to go with the flow and change up plans and maybe throw away the spreadsheets now and again, as much as it pains me to say that. We also talk about money saving tips. Uh, They stayed off property and there were some definite pluses and some minuses. We talk about being a Florida resident where there were some hiccups that she's going to discuss. A lot of really great Very specific tips, Uh, some security tips, (laughs) getting uh, stopped at security every single time, like I am. I mean, it doesn't matter how little I have in my backpack, I always get stopped. So, just lots of great, great stuff. And then to cap it off, she actually has a non Disney experience, Discovery Cove, which I've never been to. But I will say it's worth listening to if you're planning a Florida trip, if you have an extra day, it is worth listening to at the end of our conversation. She discusses Discovery Cove and um, I think I'm, I'm kind of sold on it. I definitely want to put this on my to-do list and check this place out. So enough for me. I'm going to go ahead and let Dylan take it away. Hey, Dylan, welcome to the show. Thanks for being on today. How are you?
1: Good, how are you?
0: Good, good. I'm excited to talk Disney. Why don't you tell us the dates of your trip?
1: Let's see. We left on the 5th and the whole day we drove there. So that whole day was kind of a wash. But yeah, we were there from the 5th until the 14th is when we drove back.
0: Okay. Where are you guys coming from?
1: We are coming from actually Pensacola, Florida. So it's not too bad, but you'd be surprised (laughs) living in Florida it still took us like 8 hours to get there.
0: And who's going on the trip with you?
1: My daughter, she's 3 years old, her name's Charlie, my husband, and then myself.
0: Has the 3-year-old ever been before?
1: No. This is her first big vacation actually.
0: Oh, how exciting. You know, I guess she's probably a pandemic baby, huh? So much harder to yes. much yeah. harder to travel. So first big trip, how exciting. How about you guys, the adults? Have you been to Disney before?
1: I've been a couple times as a kid. And then um, we went on our honeymoon when we got married. And it was so funny because my husband was, you know, not super excited about it until I took him for the first time. And then he fell in love, especially with Epcot. So
0: <laughs> isn't that the way it goes? My husband was the same way. He was like, I don't know about this. We'll see. It's for the kids. We'll see. And then and by the end, he was like, so when are we going back? <laughs>
1: well and it he's he was he's like darn you you've ruined amusement parks for me i've been to disney now and i can't go to anyone oh yeah
0: no (laughs) i live right next to six flags and we're always like "Mm, mm, mm. no no it's it's not it's just not the same no not even close not even close all right where are you guys staying on this trip,
1: So this was one thing I recommend for other people to not do. We get an Airbnb and I was thinking it was going to be more like a condo and it ended up turning out to be more like like a little sweet hotel with like a little kitchenette. It was a little bit more dated, like the walls were sort kind of chipped a little bit. Everything was clean. It's just like, it's not what you expected for a Disney trip. It kind of lost like magic a little bit. But It was so convenient. So so, like the hotel that we were in, it was in Celebration, Florida. And it was so close to everything. So that was one thing I did take away. But I would spend just a little bit more money to make sure you're getting a place that still has that magic.
0: I was going to ask if you had priced out Disney versus the Airbnb. Like, was it a huge price difference?
1: Oh, yeah. It was huge. Like, I only spent like... One
0: thousand twenty-five. Wow, and it was nine nine nights.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's that's good.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is really good. But again, you're getting you're kind of getting what you paid for. Like it was nice. It was a kitchenette. We could separate ourselves. So like my husband stayed up later than I did, and so he would play like video games or watch TV before like come in later, and we could be separated. So it was nice to have that separation. And we know the next time. Very important to be able to separate the sleeping area from the living area, but just spend a little bit more to get something just a tad bit nicer.
0: And I would imagine too having the kitchenette area with a three year old was probably really helpful.
1: Yeah, I actually would spend a little bit more to actually get a full kitchen next time because I missed having the actual stove. Like I had the stove top, but not an actual stove. And towards the end, like we're used to eating a certain way. And towards the end, We got tired of eating only the foods you can make with like a crock pot and the stovetop and then eating out like our stomachs were just like, oh, we need some. real food.
0: Yeah, you know, and next time you might even want to consider pricing out DVC points because you can get the the full stovetop oven, full size fridge and all that in the villas. And if you rent DVC points rather than booking direct through Disney, that can save quite a bit of money as well. Now, no, it's not going to be as cheap as what you <laughs> spent on this place. No. <laughs> this was quite the value. You're not going to find anything that <laughs> cheap, but but you would get the full kitchen.
1: I actually was kind of looking at some areas at SeaWorld. See, I was looking at SeaWorld and then Universal as well, and they have one, a couple in SeaWorld area. It would probably be around 1500 that would have the full kitchen plus breakfast plus, you know, the ability to just walk to SeaWorld, you know, and it's still within driving distance of Disney as well as Universal. So there's other options out there. I wouldn't just like pick just one, but I definitely, we're already starting to plan next year because I'm having a little bit of the post Disney depression. The blues. (laughs) Let's
0: talk about your trip now. So I assume you're like the planner of the group, like between you and your husband. So how did you tackle planning with a three-year-old. I mean, this being her first theme park visit, did you anticipate she'd go on rides or be scared of stuff? Well, we
1: originally had spoken before, you and I, and I think that it, whatever I said before this got completely thrown out the window. Like everything <laughs> was just kind of play it by ear. I had a rough estimate of what I wanted to do each day, but it really like, we changed our reservations for the actual park that we were going to like the day before. Like, we just decided the day before, which one are we going to? Which one do we feel like working out? And that's how that ended up working out. We did three days on, a two-day break, and then another three days. And in the beginning, we did a lot of go hard in the morning, come back in the afternoon, and go back out in the evening. But she started to get so used to it, and we knew where to go certain parks that towards the end, especially like Epcot and stuff, she was all asleep after lunch and we would just take her to the seats and she'd sleep in her stroller at the seats. And then we continue the rest of the day.
0: Okay. So you, you figured out by the end, you had figured out how to make that work.
1: Yeah, exactly how it would work the best for her. And I think that's the thing is every toddler is different. You, there might be some toddlers that can't sleep in a stroller, you know? So It just depends
0: yeah mine never slept at that age anyway by three they were no longer sleeping in strollers (laughs) which makes disney difficult because you do you have to go back then you have like there's no question about it did you find it difficult to like have to pack up the car and go back versus just hopping on disney transportation was that an issue at all or was it a non-issue
1: i preferred doing The car overall. I think the car was so convenient with the toddler because one time we switched from um, Epcot in the morning to Animal Kingdom in the evening. We just decided randomly, like, let's just go straight over to Animal Kingdom. And she slept on the way there. So she slept in the car and we waited in the car for a while. We wanted to leave. We left right then. You know, we left right then and we didn't have to wait for transportation. One day we did decide to use. Ticket and transportation center. We parked there because we wanted to go to the Polynesian for a little bit before going to Epcot. And we just left the car there and, you know, used the monorail. It started to thunderstorm. We got so lucky we were one of the last trams before it shut down. So there's always that risk of, oh, shoot, now we're going to have to wait for a bus. You know, how are we going to get back to our car? And it was just nice always knowing that it was there.
0: Okay, let's talk about your first actual park day. So where are you guys going on? You've arrived yesterday. You're in your Airbnb. Where are you going on your first actual park day?
1: So the first day we went to numero uno Magic Kingdom wanting to see her to see the castle for the first time. And we are definitely a different Disney family. We only did Magic Kingdom one day. That was it.
0: That surprises me with a three year old.
1: We had a really fun time, but it's a little bit too busy and too hot for us. But it was wonderful. She really enjoyed the first start off with. I will say, if you are a Florida resident and you're doing like a Florida discount ticket, they 100% need identification for you to go in. So our um, magic fans were not letting us go in. We had to go and show ID and we are renting. We don't own and they won't take our rent They as a form of ID. They want a mortgage. Finally, we argued like, hey, can we use my auto insurance? And they finally took it. So you need to make sure you have both of your names, the exact list of what's coming from their Florida ID, you know, what they want. So that, luckily, it they let us in. You purchased Florida
0: tickets because you are a Florida resident. Yes. And I assume it's only on day one when you, like, activate the tickets. So you had to go to guest services to prove residency. And did they give you ahead of time a list of documentation? Were they like, here are the things we accept. Here are the things we don't accept.
1: They did. They did. But I forgot because I booked it back in January. (laughs) And we went in September.
0: (laughs) I'm surprised that they don't allow showing a a lease for renters. I'd imagine there are a ton of renters, you know, I I don't know. It didn't
1: make sense. Well, and we're active duty military as well. And so that was kind of a thing for us, too, is we were like, well, here's our active duty ID cards. And he's, you know, they're like, well, we need orders or we need, you know, and I was trying to give my ID card. But I have an Ohio ID card for my driver's license. It's hard when you're military because you – I'm technically an Ohio resident, but I live in Florida. You know, it's so odd. So,
0: I'm glad that they eventually let you.
1: yeah Yeah. we were we were getting we were everyone was kind of doing like that yeah like the smile but at the same time everyone was getting a little frustrated because it's like what do we do we're here now
0: (laughs) yeah i wonder what they would have done in that that situation probably charged you the difference like if you truly could not prove that you were a florida residence
1: yeah i know i don't know what they would have done i'm just glad that I'm glad they did whatever it is. I'm glad they didn't do sure it. make sure if you if you book a Florida resident, have that with you because they didn't want to budge. So
0: okay, but you did get it worked out. Now, did this put you behind any plans for the morning? Like, were you there right at park opening? Did you go a little bit later?
1: We we didn't get right at park opening. No, we kind of went a little bit slower. It takes my husband a little bit to get around. <laughs> I'm not one to like be like okay we're gonna go right right now now that's kind of the theme of our trip is we kind of got up when we wanted to get up we went when we went and it worked out in our favor I think because we went at a slower time we did not wait more than 20 minutes for any ride and I only used uni plus one day
0: oh wow that's great yeah it's the September crowds
1: well, it got he got kind of busy that one day that we did use Genie Plus though. So it just depends. I think it's I think we got lucky. It was right after kids went to school and then it's starting to pick back up again.
0: Okay. So why don't you talk to us about your your first day at Magic Kingdom, some of the the highlights of day one and your three year old's first experience with the park?
1: She was a little overwhelmed at first. I think she was still waking up, didn't know what was going on we went straight on to buzz it was only a 10 10 minute wait she still was kind of taking it all in and then she liked it you know and then we went over to Dumbo and we went on Dumbo and she was laughing so hard when we were going up and down and then there was that little play area we went back in again let her play there for about 20 minutes and then rode Dumbo again and she probably would have stayed in just that section the entire day.
0: (laughs) All right. So we found a winner right away.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's what kind of, she's like, okay, I get dizzy now. I understand. (laughs) And then the the rest of the time, we kind of just looked at our app and saw what was low. And we kind of headed over to those areas. So then we went to the Little Mermaid and the Little Mermaid was not kind to us in that she shut down like three times uh, (laughs) while we were in there. But you know we were in air conditioning; it was nice. Um, we then went to get some lunch, and we actually went. We packed our lunch, and we just sat in Gaston's Tavern, and it was so nice in there. Like it has such a nice atmosphere. You didn't even have like we didn't buy anything there, but you just sit in there right next to the fireplace. It was nice while it's like a bazillion degrees out, but it <laughs> feels cool in there. And then we went on the carousel. She got a little stuffed animal, one of those baby stuffed animals that you see everywhere. We got one of those right away. And uh, then we headed over to the Polynesian to just get like a cool down, like let's sit for a minute. And Polynesian became one of my favorite relaxing spots. We did that a lot. We found a, like midday, if we didn't go back to the hotel right away, we would find a place to just sit for a minute get a drink, you know, enjoy the atmosphere and I'm obsessed with the smell of Polynesian. I've already ordered some <laughs> candles that smell just like it.
0: <laughs> so, what time is this then that you guys are just kind of
1: hanging out? Um, oh, so we got there. I don't remember exactly what time we got there. I, I tried to remember as we were as I was writing stuff down. And we had lunch around twelve thirty, and then at around one thirty, as we went to the Polynesian, she had fallen asleep, so we let her take a nap till about three. And then we left at three to go back. We ate some dinner back at our hotel for a little bit. And then we went to Hollywood Studios in that that Mm. afternoon, that evening.
0: Now, is your three-year-old, is she one who can stay out late? Do you just let her fall asleep in the evening in the stroller? Or are you planning on being back for bedtime?
1: So what's in our favor is that we actually, I think you kind of get this, is there's an hour difference from where we're living to where we were going and it's in our favor. So even though it was, you know, her normal bedtime's around 738, but it would be 930, you know, when she would actually go. About 930 is when she went to sleep. And so she was only staying up like an hour past her bedtime.
0: Okay. So that worked yeah. out beautifully. All right. Talk to me a bit about Hollywood Studios that evening.
1: We went and we walked on Smuggler's Run twice. We got there, and it was so low that we just walked on, went, and then went again. This was about 5 p.m. It didn't do that the rest of the time we were there, but we just got super lucky that day. Did the three-year-old go on? I thought she was going to be scared, and my daughter loved it. I but can't believe she it. loved it. Yeah, she thought it was great. Now it wasn't her favorite ride. You could tell, like I could, I was watching because she was one of the gunners. So she just sat there the whole time and was seeing what was going on. And I think a couple of times she got a little scared, but she wanted to go on again. That
0: blows my mind.
1: I was super impressed. That was my husband's favorite ride with Smuggler's Run
0: because the seats, the seats on that aren't side by side in Smuggler's Run. So she would have been like, not only is she three but she would have been like separated from you a little bit. Like there, there's a, a mm-hmm. good space in that aisle. And so she was able to do it and had fun with it without you. Be, I'm really impressed that she that she didn't
1: well I was I was super nervous I was like I don't know how she's gonna handle it she really is an adventurous little girl she likes the thrills if you notice later on when I talk about Epcot Frozen is her absolute favorite ride overall she likes that little drop at the very end. So at three years old, she likes that feeling of like movement. So yeah, she's that. And she's short. She's a tiny little thing. She barely made it at 38 inches. (sighs) So she was just getting on that ride.
0: She's a little thrill seeker. Yeah. Okay. So talk to us about the rest of your time in Hollywood studios.
1: Okay. Now I will say too, I kind of forgot to mention my sister works there. And so she was kind of helping us out. She was like, hey, let's check this. At this point, she was the one that had it in her phone that was like, let's go here, let's go there. So she kind of started to set us up. So she works there. Um, She got the day to come with us, a couple of the days, and it was nice to have her there and just hang out with her, you know. But she works there, so it wasn't any travel or issues with her getting there. But she's like, "Hey, you know, Alien slow, Swirling Saucers isn't a long line. Let's head over to Toy Story area." And that's where we went. Charlie loved the Swirling Saucers. It was about a 5-minute wait. We went over to Toy Story Mania. That was only a 10-minute wait. And this is all without Genie Plus. So we got lucky this day. This was in the evening. It was a lot sl- or lot slower in the evenings than it was later on when we go in the mornings. We walked around some Star Wars some more just to kind of take in the atmosphere. And about 8 p.m., we would have just gotten on to Minnie and Mickey's, but it broke down. And so they're like, hey, we'll give you a fast pass. And since it's after 8, you can use it anytime today or tomorrow on any ride, no matter where it is. Nice. So we saved that up for Frozen the next day. Yeah, so that's the end of that day.
0: That's great. I, you know, I didn't. I've never had that. I've never had that happen where you can use it the next day.
1: Yeah, that was interesting, and that's what we. That was, that was the first time that happened to us, and we assumed that that's just how it was. That was kind of it. it. Was kind of our first day, just getting our feet wet, trying to test the waters out, and we got really lucky with times because the rest of the time there, like it's it's good, but it's nothing like it was that night. Just getting on every ride right after the other. Okay, let's
0: move into your next day then. Where are you going the next, the next park day?
1: Okay, so the next day looks like we went to Animal Kingdom. I will say another tip for those that are trying to get in with strollers and that kind of stuff. I know they said to keep things in pouches under your bags. Also take your backpacks off. It took me about three days to learn if you actually take your backpack off and hold it in front of you as you're walking through, it's less likely to go off because they kept searching. They're like, you don't have anything in here. I don't know why it's doing that. But someone randomly told me, hey, take your backpack off, put it in front of you as you're walking through. And that helped.
0: That is a good tip.
1: Yeah. And I think it has something to do with our lounge flies. Like if we have a lounge fly on, it has all that little metal stuff on it. I'm sure if it's right on you, it gives you some issues. But yeah, we finally figured it out. When we got there, we walked straight to Asia and we're like, let's get coffee. I was like frustrated at that point because I had to wait in the long line to have my bag checked all over again. I was like, I need coffee. We got coffee and then we went on the Triceratops Spin and we walked around for a while. We were just waiting until the Nemo show at 11. And so then about that time, we went and saw the Nemo show and it was amazing. I, we went through so many things that I would have ever gone on. If it was just me and my husband, we went on like, I, 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 most of the stuff was new to me because I just passed it by, you know, and now that I have a toddler, she just loved it. Everything.
0: So Nemo wouldn't be something that you would have done otherwise?
1: No, I wouldn't have gotten. No, I'm not a big show person, you know, but it, when I went to the Nemo, it, it is spectacular. It's only 30 minutes long, but it a couple of the times I was just like, my jaw was open because of how visually stunning it was. So highly recommend it guys. Like even like you adults that want to go to it, like <laughs> I don't pass it up just because you think it's for little kids.
0: Okay, but what did what did your three-year-old think?
1: What did she think? Oh, she loved it. But she, again, I think a little bit towards the end, it's about 30 minutes, and a little bit towards the end, she went over to her dad and was like, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, she really liked it, and she wanted to watch the Nemo movie later on that day, but I think just sitting still for that long, it was a little much.
0: It's hard to keep a three-year-old's attention for even 30 minutes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think if it was like, even like 20 minutes long, she wouldn't, if she would have enjoyed the whole thing and would have eventually wanted to do it again. It was that last 10 minutes. She was like, okay, I'm done sitting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. What'd you guys do after that?
1: After that, we went to get popcorn and that popcorn saved us the whole trip. Because we got one of those refillable popcorn buckets, and it's only $2.25 to refill each time. And that helped kept her entertained, especially if she was starting to get hot and flustered and a little bit tired, but we weren't near nap time yet. She's like, can I have my popcorn? And she would just munch on that popcorn and be content. (laughs) So that was the start of the popcorn saga. Every day we got popcorn at least once, sometimes twice. Children
0: are very food motivated. Then
1: we went on the Maharaja trek and there were no animals. There were no animals out at that time. It was about 12 p.m. It must just have been too hot. We didn't see anything. And so we went to Rafiki's and this is the... This is the type of child my daughter is. She loves the thrill rides, but she doesn't like getting dirty. She doesn't like, she she didn't want like the animals touching her or anything. So she wasn't a huge fan of Rafiki's. I think I would have been amazed if I would have gone early in the morning and could have seen them working on some animals. That would have just been amazing. I just didn't even think about it, you know, until my sister was like, you know, my one friend saw a cheetah having surgery. And I was like, that's amazing.
0: Somebody told me recently, I think she said it was Wednesdays, like Wednesday mornings is when they typically do procedures over there. Don't quote me on that, but that's somebody recently had, had told me that.
1: It's so funny that like you're like little tidbits here and there to try and figure out where to go for when. We tried, I listened to your one podcast and that that wonderful mom talking so excitedly about seeing the Mandalorian and Grogu. Mm -hmm. And we tried so many times we kept popping by and he was not coming out. I was like, Oh, well, (laughs) well, one day, (laughs) you know, I think he's
0: in now he's in the app. I believe for the longest time he wasn't listed in the app and it was just whenever he popped up, but there was definitely timing to it. But now I'm pretty sure there are times listed in the app for him. A tip for I, and next that's time. Thing
1: too. I even went to guest services. I was like, "Listen, we really want to try this," and they're like, "You just kind of have to like be around there, you know." <laughs> and she she didn't say anything about the app. So, and then after the Rafikis, we went to Pandora and walked around a little bit, but we didn't write anything because it was so super busy and i didn't get genie plus you know i wasn't willing to spend like 60 minutes in line i know that's nothing to other people but i wasn't (laughs) gonna do that with the toddler i understand (laughs) after that we were about done this was about 1 p.m we left to go to our car and we lost our car for about a half an hour oh so i've done that before that's the worst we texted our spot to each other every day after that (laughs)
0: So another, another tip there in the app, if you have the app open, it'll give you an option to save where your car is like the, the my Disney experience app. So I don't know if that ever popped up for you where it's like, Hey, we've it noticed you're in the I parking just think lot. it was
1: easier for us to just text each other, but I'm sure like for other people, like that's a necessity, either text it to each other or use the app because you'd be surprised at how excited you get. And then you don't know where your car is. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I've been there.
1: (laughs) After that, we went to Target just to pick some other stuff up. i got a different cooler because my one cooler had like a bottle opener on it and it was metal. And I was like, is this the reason why I keep getting pulled? You know, I was trying everything to not get pulled into the bag check line, you know. So we got a new cooler. My daughter slept in the car and we went back to the hotel, ate some lunch, some dinner, and then we headed to Epcot.
0: Okay. So... Talk to me about what your plans were for Epcot.
1: Epcot, we kind of, there was again, there wasn't a whole lot of huge plans. We were just walking around, you know. We went to Club Cool and went to the land and did Living with the Land. My daughter loved that one too, surprisingly. I thought she would be bored, but she thought it was so neat. I went on soaring with my husband while my sister took her to Awesome Planet. And that was nice. That was like the one time I was like, okay, my sister can watch her for a second. And we went on Soarin'. Um, And so it was like a nice little husband-wife time.
0: Oh, you had like a little, a mini date in there.
1: Like for like 20 minutes. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> it counts.
0: When you have a three-year-old, that counts.
1: Well, and there was a couple times where we were like, do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Even with like the pandora rides i said well one of us goes on and we'll do the parent swap and he's like i want to be with her you know i want to see her face i want i want to go on rides she can go on and so that was really kind of like one of the only ones besides guardians that we went on that she couldn't go on
0: okay i love that i love that that attitude though i love that that's so sweet
1: oh yeah this was her trip this was i mean of course we loved it as well but like we just wanted to see her face light up that was what made the trip. And then we went around World Showcase, which I will tell you, that's what happens a lot on our trip. We love it. We are foodies. Food and Wine Festival is our thing. We ate almost everything. I can give you a full list of all the stuff that we ate and what <laughs> our favorite thing is. And we went multiple days and tried multiple things. A couple of things we even got twice.
0: All right. So what, what was your, what's the winner? What was your top pick?
1: The winner, let me look, because I, I was asking my husband either this morning or yesterday, I was like, you have to pick one food and one drink. <laughs> and he's like, no. <laughs> and I think so. Let's see. I highlighted them. Let's see what I did. I picked for my favorite food was the noodle. That was delicious.
0: Where is that? Where did you get that from?
1: That was at the Germany Pavilion and we actually, that was one of our favorite. The Germany and the Spain, I think was our two favorite. Like if we had to pick two pavilions to go to, those would be the two. My husband really liked the charcuterie and the cup from Spain. And I liked the sangria flight that this, that Spain had, as far as flights go. That was my favorite flight to get was in Spain. As far as favorite drinks, we had we whittled it down to the Delirium Red Fruit Belgian Eel that was at Belgium. Um, both my husband and I said it separately. I was kind of laughed when he told me that that was his favorite too. And a surprising close second, which I don't think a lot of people think of, is the Three Daughters Brewing Fig Hard Cider. That's at the Tangerine Cafe, and that was very good as well.
0: Oh, I love a good hard cider.
1: I know, too. And that's the thing, too. You have to think our palates are for more of like a sweet, fruity, and that's kind of why we picked those as our favorite. My husband, as far as food goes, he picked his number one as the filet mignon from Canada. And then my daughter's favorite food was the roasted Irish sausage. She ate all of that by herself and wanted <laughs> more.
0: <laughs> her Her taste in food and rides and stuff, she is beyond her years
1: she well you know I have to feel like that's partly like just who she is she was a preemie baby and so she was born super super early she's a little fighter and so she's got she's got fire in her yeah
0: it sounds like a
1: stinker (laughs) (laughs) okay anything else
0: that afternoon evening at Epcot
1: Uh, we just walked around there till it was late and then once it started getting dark, we made sure that we were gone before fireworks. We just didn't want to deal with the crowds. We're not big crowd people. Totally get so, that. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's move on to your to your next day then. Is this another
1: park day? Yep. Day four, we went to suppress, suppress Epcot again. Okay. Let's see. This was the first day I got through bag check without being stopped. So I finally got <laughs> in the play area. So she went on Figment, she likes Figment, and then there was that little play area. That was one of the biggest things as far as a three-year-old with a toddler. Like, she loved being able to run around. Like, she, she didn't mind being in the stroller, but being able to actually run around, that was, like, big awesomeness for her. And then... I don't think many people know this, but there is joy that hangs out there. And so we went and there was like two people in line and we got a picture with joy. I think Figment just started coming out too. We kind of just walked in there and it was a lot of people, but... (laughs) But I just thought that was so cool. We got to go see her real quick. And later on that day, I think the day that we went and there was Figment in there, there was a little baby and Joy was just, you know, had her face and the baby was just laughing. It's just one of those things, even if it's not your child, you just can't help but like melt to see those character interactions with the kids. They do such a good job. They They really do.
0: They do. Did your daughter know who Joy is? Did she recognize Joy?
1: Yeah, she knows how Joy is. Joy is one of our favorite Pixar. Oh, okay. Inside Out is one of our favorite. She loves Pixar. She actually, you know, some kids are scared and then she's not one. She loves the characters. A different day, which I can kind of go into a little bit later, but we actually, we went resort hopping. Like normally in the afternoons, that's where we stop. And you'll be surprised because I think we were at the Riviera. We were taking a break, just drinking some water, hanging out. And Dale just comes up right behind her. And she loved it, you know. It just completely came up right to her. There weren't any other kids in that area. So she got a le- nice little interaction. And she was actually sad when he left because she had had a stuffed animal. And she's like, I wanted to show him my stuffed animal. Uh, i like, honey, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll show other characters later.
0: Adorable. I have a <laughs> photo of my daughter showing Mickey Mouse. She bought like a little toy. It's like a bus, like the Disney buses. And so like Mickey mm-hmm. was like on the ground with her playing with this bus. Kids are so funny. They're like, I have to show them my toy.
1: I have to show them my toy well she gets redemption because literally an hour later on that day that we come back from the riviera she stops and minnie is hanging out right outside of the skyliner so that area right by the the french pavilion Uh, she's hanging out. We go get a picture with her and she shows her her little, she calls it ice cream cat, her little ice cream cat. And Minnie just picks it up and pets it and holds it and then gives Charlie a great big hug. And that (laughs) made her day. You can just see her face in one of the pictures. She is just full of joy.
0: Okay. So what else are we doing at Epcot?
1: We start. it started to sprinkle. So we went to the seas and we saw you know, we just looked around there. And that became one of my daughter's favorite places to go was inside the seas. And then we left. And then we went to Animal Kingdom. So that was the day that she fell asleep. And we went straight to Animal Kingdom. We didn't even go back to the hotel.
0: Okay, so she got a nice car nap on this day.
1: Yeah. (laughs) When we got to Animal Kingdom, we went straight over to Pandora. Because I'm like, it's it's The afternoon, maybe everyone's moving to different sections. Let me go straight over there. No, it's all, it's busy all the time. All the time is busy. So if you want to get on Pandora without waiting a while, Genie Plus is definitely going to be a must for that one.
0: Yeah. And even Flight of Passage too. I mean, you'd have to just, you'd have to pay for that individual lightning lane. It's tough. I think that one, your best bet is like the end of the night if it's high priority. But obviously in your situation, Probably not so much since you want to do stuff yeah, with your Yeah, because I wasn't going to and... keep
1: her, you know, like I keep her later, but not like so late. And especially since that was a day, that was probably my mistake. We probably should have gone back because it, it closes at seven. So it's not a super late park, but she got pretty cranky towards the end that day. And we were ready to go back because <laughs> she didn't get a full on nap. I think she got like a half an hour nap that day. Yeah, those car
0: naps are never the same as like a real no. actual nap. <laughs>
1: I will say this was a very fun day because it had just rained and we went, let's see, this was probably about 3 p.m. I don't know if it was like feeding time or what, but it had cooled down and all the animals were out. We went on the Kilimanjaro Safari. It was only a 10 minute wait and there was giraffes right next to our car. And I think the only thing we didn't see was the hippo, you know, but they're normally underwater anyway, but everyone was out. And then we went straight onto the gorilla trek. that's right on that, the exit and all of the gorillas were out. It was amazing. And the silverback was there eating. There was another female. And then one female came out with two of her babies. And the one baby is only two. She was very little. She came right up to the glass, put her hands up on her head and like rolled three times in (laughs) front of everyone. It was the cutest thing that I could have ever seen. And then my daughter, of course, for the next, I don't know, hour, pretended to be a gorilla. So that was fun. (laughs) Oh, It was just a nice relationship afternoon after the rain it had cooled down we went and got some mac and cheese at the i think it's called like the eight spoons cafe something close to that and highly recommend if you want a quick snack they have just the regular mac and cheese and then the ones with the pulled pork it was delicious my daughter loved it checked on pandora again no 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 luck (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then we went to bug's life with charlie was scared of bug's life
0: (sighs) you know Every little person is scared of Bugs Life. That's well, and that's that one's closing. I don't know if you heard the announcements. I think were, like over your trip, but that a Bugs Life's they're replacing it with a Zootopia show.
1: Oh, Charlie will love that. Yeah. She loves Zootopia. So yeah, she wasn't like scary. no, she wasn't like terrified. It was just I could see in her face when the the big blast of like the bug spray or repellent or whatever comes out that scared her. Yeah. And then the, the big spiders, but she was fine after that. There was no crying, but no, I can kind of understand the key demographic towards a bug's life is probably to toddlers and that's just scares them.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. No, you can't go to that show without seeing a crying baby toddler yeah. little person. <laughs> time for was, an update been
1: there a while too yeah, you know yeah. it's kind of dated at this point point. and I don't know if it's me let me ask you I didn't ask my husband I didn't even think about it the glasses like I remember as a kid the 3d stuff it looks so cool but now as an adult I don't know if it's my eyes or if it's kind of out of focus a little But if it's getting really close to you it's does it look funny to you or is it just me no
0: 3d stuff always looks a little weird to me OK, OK, so, okay. so yeah. it's not just
1: me. I was like, as a kid, it didn't look weird. But now <laughs> as I'm older, as a
0: kid, so <laughs> many more things are convincing, you know, like it's it's yeah. different as an adult.
1: Let's see what else we did. We did the Bugs Life and then we did the Boneyard. And I was kind of disappointed because I remember the Boneyard when my sister was seven and we had taken her for the first time. We spent like an hour or two there and you could actually dig. It was like a sand pit where you could dig and stuff, and now they just kind of run around and there's no stand. I can understand why they wouldn't, though. Like, they don't want it to be super messy. But she did that for a little bit. I was getting pooped at this point. I was ready to go. (laughs) And she started getting cranky. We got one of those trilobite twirl, like Dole Whip, and then we headed out. We were like, okay, we're done. We need to relax for a little bit.
0: (laughs) Back to the Airbnb. What are you doing for for dinner? Then are you just eating back at your your resort or did you had enough snacks Uh, and stuff so
1: I most of the time I had something so that day I think we had like leftovers from like the day before but that was a kind of like the last little bit of cooking in the Airbnb because by day oh shoot the next day would have been day five I was done eating stovetop and (laughs) like slow cooker meals I was like no no more I'm done
0: (laughs) yeah no I understand that All right. I think this is a good place to stop. Stay tuned for part two that is coming up next. We'll discuss the second half of Dylan's trip. And like I said, uh, at the very end of her trip, her time in Discovery Cove, you don't want to miss that. So I'll see you guys in the next episode and I'll see you in the parks.